Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hello. 2023. What a beautiful year it is, Jenny. Right. And we totally know exactly how 2023 feels because we're definitely recording this not in 2022. Not at all. We are definitely 2023 girls (laughs) with 2023 feelings. (laughs) Yeah, I'm wearing some 2023 glasses right now that have like the numbers over the... The zero looks great over your... God, what eye would it be? Uh, Your right eye? My right eye. Two is wrapped beautifully around your left eye beautiful we're here in the intro we really just have a couple of things but but one of them in particular is very it's a very big deal actually indeed jenny it was really important that you be here in this introduction we don't know how many intros we're going to get you for because you have an impending human child coming but uh we need we could not begin this event without your presence so please kick it off thank you for acknowledging that I am the lord of this domain, undisputedly. Jenny and I just went off mic so that she could tell me that I should say, <laughs> Kristen, she said, Kristen, can you say, are you the dark master of your domain? Bader. Dark master? Okay. Bader. Okay. That's where we are. That's where we are. Aged 41 and 42, <laughs> and here's where we are. Uh, Jenny, uh, Jenny, please. Young forever. Please take the one, the zero, the eight, the zero, the P, the H, the D, put them together, and get us into this very important moment in time. Kristen, I'm rusty. I don't remember how to segue anymore into the Sexual Tension Awards. Er, er, er. Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> Are you here to get sexy? Sexy, sexy, Yes, indeed. None other than Emily Brackett's McLongstreet has worked so hard on preparing a, a whole series of uh, brackets uh, for I sexual attention work the over biggest, the years. I almost said they're the biggest brackets of all time, but it already felt wrong. You know what I mean? The biggest brackets yeah, of all time. Yeah, and also I'm size s- doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the size of the bracket. It's how you use it. And to that end, we are thrilled beyond the telling of it to let you know that as of right now, you can participate in the STA whole series preliminaries yeah uh, jenny to kick things off or as faith would say to kick the gear shift off that's not what Mm -hmm. just it's fine uh emily has taken some of the fan favorites some of the winning pairs some of the fan favorites from all seven seasons of this freaking show aka our podcast but also buffy Mm -hmm. the vampire Mm -hmm. slayer uh and asked you to 
whittle it down to your favorite moment, favorite season betwixt these favorite pairings. Examples include Giles and Ethan, Willow and Tara, Buffy and Faith, Spike and Faith, Buffy and Spike. And uh, the last one's kind of my favorite, Jenny. There's a very special category that's just titled Buffering Verse, in which you'll have the opportunity to vote for possibly uh, the most crackling (laughs) pairing in all of the pod's history. Jenny Owen Youngs and Riley Finn, let it happen. Just give me this one thing. Just let me, just let us. Just let me and Riley go live out our lives on a nice farm in Montana. You'll never have to hear from either of us again. Honestly, listen, Kristen and Anya are in the running and Giles and all of us are in the running. And I, Kristen Russo, literally endorse Riley and Jenny Owen Youngs. I do. Incredible. Uh, because because you worked be. so hard for it. You you flew I to did. fucking Los Angeles to compare your hand size with Mark Lucas. You know what I mean? I you earned it. Um, but I'm not. Oh, yeah. uh, that's just my endorsement. You can vote however however the wind blows you. Uh, blows you would have been a great thing for me to say to help you transition into <laughs> the Sexual Touch <laughs> Awards Series Showdown. Uh, listen, it's going to run for like, I don't know, four weeks or something like that. Emily McLongstreet knows. She knows all the answers. She tells me all the answers and I forget them immediately. So just go to bufferingthevampireslayer.com slash STA and the current round will be up. So if you're listening to this in real time, you're going to hit the preliminaries. But if you're behind on your listens and you get to this a few weeks later, you, listen, don't worry. We'll, we'll be in a different round and you can vote there. Uh, and if you miss the whole thing and you're listening to this in 2047, the Internet's probably gone. So I'm, I don't know how you're listening to this. <laughs> actually. actually. <laughs> anyway, I'm pretty excited. Yes, yeah, so go vote today, please. Thank you very much. Kristen, didn't you say you have an email to read me? I do. I have an email from last week's conversation uh, on Doom coming last week. We had a lot of questions about deer butchering. So you can go ahead and skip about a minute of this uh, pod if you don't want to hear some, some uh, deer butchering answers. But I think that they're fascinating personally. Jesse mm-hmm. writes into us, LOL, that this was my first reason to email. It's pretty com- <laughs> It's pretty common to be able to kill a deer with one shot. Nat did a huh. heart slash lungs shot, which kills deer pretty quickly. All three huh. of those organs are right there behind the shoulder of the deer. Bleeding a deer out is weird. I've been hunting deer for 20 years, and I've never done that. But yes, you can eat a deer the same day, no problem. Let me know if you have any other hunting questions. Thanks, Jesse. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. Invaluable intel we've received here today. Whatever you do, just do not let uh, Marissa Tomei know these answers to this question. Because every time I Mm. read anything about hunting deer, I just think about her. Anyway, Jenny, (laughs) anything else in this, the year 2023? Uh, Yes, the year 2023, the year that we're currently living in. um, You know, just like, say a prayer for me. (laughs) Send me your good vibes. I'm I'm scared. Everything's about to change. I'm about to get my ass kicked by a tiny little baby. I'm so afraid. Oh, Jenny, that was very cute. <laughs> Say a little 
a prayer for Jenny. Don't worry, Jenny. I'll be here. I'm here anytime you need me. I'm actually just going to stay in this Zoom room 24-7 for the first Excellent. four weeks of your child's life in case you need it. I feel better already. <laughs> We'll all be, we'll all be thinking of you. We'll all be, I hope that, did, did you ever get the sushi pajamas? I just got them. I just Shut received up. the traveling, the siblinghood of the traveling sushi pajamas, pajamas. Amazing. Um, real quick, for those of you who don't know, the listeners of Buffering the Vampire Slayer have been uh, siblinghood mailing around this little teeny newborn pair of Buffy <laughs> sushi pajamas. And so, so many newborn babies in the buffering verse have worn these pajamas and then they're washed and they're sent to the next person expecting a tiny baby. So, so uh, freaking cute. Jenny and they're Jess so tiny. Them. And we, I, okay. So I know you're not going to be working. You're going to be on paternity leave over there, but uh, can That's you, right. can you at least promise us a picture of this baby in those sushi pajamas most definitely okay great <laughs> uh all right well with that let's go um what am i supposed to say i'm feeling hungry what did i say last time let's go get hungry <laughs> who knows nobody knows <laughs> <gasps> welcome back to doom coming <laughs> really really uh leaning into this uh sort of pubescent howl it's like you're it's like you're uh, um, embodying javi you know wow yeah javi does have kind of like young werewolf vibes doesn't he he does oh oh today we're talking about yellow jacket season one episode five blood hive i i always keep my blood in a in hive, my hive <laughs> yes, when same. at all possible uh-huh. Uh, th- this episode was written by Ashley Lyle, Bart Nickerson, and Amini Rosa. It was directed once again by Eva Sorhaug. <laughs> <laughs> and originally aired on December 12th, 2021, just the other day. Just five days before my 41st birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, congrats. Oh, this actually aired during the small window of time when Jenny and I were both 40 years old. Uh, I A time remember that I do not acknowledge. Remember it fondly. This is the one where, out in the wilderness, the girls ride the crimson wave and plan a dark arts slumber party. Natalie and Misty tame a stallion. On Halloween night, Shauna parties like it's 1996. We've talked previously about how uh, each of the preceding episodes seemed focused on an individual character, and Kristen, you said it as a joke, but this episode seems very centered on Triangle Teddy. (laughs) I did. Before we started recording, I was like, now I know that you're going to want to make the joke that this one focuses on Triangle Buddy. Um, because it does. it does. We definitely, definitely get more Triangle Buddy than ever before in this app. And um, but I, I posit that this episode we've we've focused on Misty, Ty, Nat, Shauna, 
And I think this one is about connections, Jenny. I think this is about I think this is about the secrets that we Mm. are seeing shared between folks. Mm. The kisses we are seeing shared between folks. So, like, I mean, let me just because we're going to talk about all these things in detail. But this was this was the list that I made when I was thinking about this. And and I think it does align with the title Blood Hive. Right. Like the the, I mean, Blood Hive is going to give us a lot to talk about. But Mm. at its core, it's like we learn that the. Hold on while my fucking cat settles into his paper bed, which is the loudest thing that has ever happened. <laughs> Have you considered getting your cat a bed that's not made out of paper? Oh, my, my cat is cleaning his butthole in his paper bed, which is why it's this making so like much noise. This seems like none of our business. We learn that the majority of the girls have synced. Uh, they, their periods have synced. How long have we been out here? How like uh, I I actually don't know the answer to that. Do we know how long we're out here at this point? I don't think we know precisely. Um this was actually part of my little Reddit scan. Yeah. Uh from po- about posts from when the episode came out. Right. Uh and people were kind of trying to come up with a timeline. I think the ballpark is somewhere in the 2 to 5 weeks. It's a quick sink zone, girls. Quick sink. Quick Quick sink. sink. (laughs) Quick sink. And also, because that that was another question I had not to, I've already like gone off course. I I will give you the list of connections and talk about Blood Hive. Oh, I mean, I think uh, a whole plane full of people having their periods sync up is a pretty significant connection. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe the most massive one in the episode. It's just like, even in a world where they did sync, the in this because this would probably be like the first cycle for most of them since crashing if that timeline is to be mm-hmm. believed so even if they did sync some of them would have pads and tampons don't you think <laughs> like just a few because wouldn't some of them have known that they were going to get their period sure are you saying like why are they making pads i mean like, I, they, they would need to supplement but it's just like wow like yeah it just feels the sinking and the manual creation of pads it it just feels like that would be like a three month you know what i mean like at the three month mark of being yeah. out there or I, something yeah i definitely agree with the sinking in terms of materials i mean this is supposed to be like a two or three day trip so even if that's 25 percent of uh the plane passengers had supplies on them they would still be pretty limited you're doing a little blood math over there yes blood (laughs) math thank you um yeah that's true and it's possible that if they did have tampons pads things like that um that they may have used them for like medical purposes in the first few weeks so you know because it's like you need gauze you need you know like they so actually, okay. So I've answered that question. But Aha. where I was going is that like the the connections, the connectedness um, is I think in the title in that sense that like they they have synced up and not only have they synced up in their cycles, but we see them, all of them except for Jackie, they've really synced up in terms of their communal responsibilities. Like they are working mm-hmm. as a team in this episode in a way that we've not seen them work together before. Yes. Yeah, everybody's got their little tasks. Yeah. 
So my my the list of connections I have are Travis and Nat Kiss, young Travis and Nat. Well, actually, all of the Travises and Nat Kiss, but <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, young Van and Ty Kiss at the tree what, what? when we did the live watch of this episode. Fucking every queer in the room just had to yell about it. We're very excited to see it. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Ben and Misty uh, have a connection in that uh, uh, young Misty poisons Ben, and they now are the keeper of a sort of double-edged lie, which is that horrifying. That We'll talk about it. Young Shauna and young Ty have a shared secret, which is that Shauna's prego. Mm-hmm. Adult Ty and adult Nat call Shauna over while Misty watches. I think this is the most teammates we've had in play as adults at once. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other connection I wrote down was that adult Shauna and Callie are also connected in a new way, both like emotionally mm. and also they have some shared lies now as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, well. well. So last week, uh, Jenny, I started us in the present and then we moved into 1996. But this week I felt like 1996 was more, it had more in it. The the like cabin in the woods had more happening than the cabins in New oh, Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but before we get in, do you want to talk to me about the credits for a second? I had a couple of things I wanted to bring to the into the fold. Yes. Do first is a question. Do you? There's so many stills, and we talked about uh, you know a handful of them in previous episodes. But do you have stills from the credits that you like the most? Uh, by stills. Do you mean they small can, cl- moving clips? Small mo- well, some are stills and some are small moving clips. But short, the, yeah, uh, short clips. I should call yeah, them clips. Yeah, I love Jackie drawing her finger across her throat. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, I love how they end. I love how it freezes in a sort of like stuttering VHS pause yeah. kind of way on the back of, I think it's Thaisa's jacket that just says yellow jackets. Yeah. Uh, that looks cool as hell. Uh, what do you like in the credits? I am obsessed with Jackie's little soccer dance. Like, I love it so much. She just, like, <laughs> does this little jig uh, on the soccer field. And I don't know uh-huh, why, uh-huh. but I just adore it. And then I love the girl who is no one who gives us the middle finger because it feels so authentically 90s to me. <laughs> like, it just... Yeah. I, like, there's a part of me that's like, is some of this... is Are the are the scenes that we are getting, the scenes, the clips that we're getting that are not characters from the show, are they, like, somebody's footage from the 90s? Like, are they? Or Oh, that would be, that be fun, fun and cool. Yeah. I would uh, celebrate that for sure. Um... Yeah, and then the other thing is that, so I had the closed captions on, and I realized that I thought it was just no return, no return, no return. I know. It's no return, no return, no reason. Yes. I had no idea. So if you, like (laughs) me, also were just screaming no return on repeat. Well, it's pretty close. Like, you know what I mean? If you're... If you're approaching the singing of those lines with the correct amount, the appropriate amount of uh, bravado and abandon, mm-hmm. um, 
almost indiscernible. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is it isn't no reason. It's no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Um, <sighs> all right. Just in general, I want to say that I'm really liking Jackie a lot more on this watch than mm. on previous watches. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, that's interesting because... I've had so many experiences of now watching shows uh, multiple times and having different feelings about characters. So, because mm-hmm. I'm remembering going to season, I had never seen season one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer before we started our podcast. You know, like I had only watched seasons two to six, and I had such an attachment to the characters that I actually really liked season one. And I and I feel <laughs> like that truth is is held here. You know, like you know Jackie from the full arc of her season, right? Like you know. Mm-hmm, you, you mm-hmm. know, all all there is to know about Jackie is on the table when you meet Jackie in episode one, whereas like it was a blank slate for you the first first right. time. Um, right, 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 right. Yeah. So this is how we do it. This is how we do it. I love this music placement because it's I actually didn't look up when this song came out, but I know it was not in 1996. It had to be like. Let me guess. I'm going to guess. Fuck. I'm going to guess 94. 94? Is that your final answer? Yeah. It's 1995. Damn it. Oh, okay. So it Which... actually is closer to the nose than I thought. I just feel like in the in, in 96, we were listening to like current songs, but also like definitely songs that were from 1990. You know, like I was still rocking Paula Abdul in 96. <laughs> So I thought I thought that this I thought that this was a little bit more of a tossback, but I guess it's not. Well, this is how we do it. The single was released February sixth, nineteen ninety five. So it was like almost still nineteen ninety four. Okay, <laughs> this is a little bit further away from ninety six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're having such a good time. Uh, they're having a blast. Who is the MVP of Dance Party Nights? Cool. Why, it's Javi, of course. Clearly Javi. I have fallen absolutely <laughs> in love with Javi in this episode. Just just cannot get enough of Javi. Uh, he's so cute. He is so cute. He's having so much fun. And like everyone is having fun even like ben and travis who are sitting off to the side and clearly are like dear god save us are having a good time uh i don't love the decision to have nat dancing with the girls i don't feel that it is accurate to nat's character i think nat would be sitting with travis and ben also having a good time but not actively dancing what do you think Mm -hmm. I'll buy it. You buy it. You buy not dancing. I can see it. I mean, she is many things, but one of those things is a jock. <laughs> and jocks love to do little dance numbers together. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, d- uh, dancing about and chanting running man, running <laughs> man is a time honored jock tradition. I have to be honest with you. I did not know the Bart Simpson. I still don't know it. I, I also didn't know the Bart never Simpson. Never heard of them. And we are also New York, don't New Jersey chant it kids. in time with the music. Yeah. So <laughs> I would like to file an official complaint. Uh, Jenny, did you ever dance in choreographed numbers with your friends in the nineties? I never did. Never. No, I was. More like what 
you're thinking that should be should like. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why. I mean, I know you're the van, but like mm. uh, I very much saw like young Nat in this and thought like Jenny would never be dancing. She'd be enjoying herself, <laughs> like pretending she was annoyed, but having a blast in the room, uh-huh. you know? Yes. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. I um I, I know it's no surprise to you, but all I basically did in the nineties was dance and choreograph dances with my friends. So that seems <laughs> accurate. Yes. A I lot can of see it now. A lot of the songs from the late nineties I actually have choreographed dances too that only involve um, the waist up because they were choreographed for driving in cars, you know? So it was like, no scrubs, definitely had like a whole situation, genie in a bottle, Um, Mm -hmm. even one for the police uh, sending out an SOS, uh, got one for that guy too. So, you know, wow. if you need my skills, hit me up. Uh, I'll I'll teach you some dances. Oh, oh the my other... God, just in the nick of time. I don't know if this this might be in your in your quiz or your survey uh, for the episode, but I also want to call out that when the music dies, uh, somebody van, maybe somebody near van says, maybe try blowing on it, which mm-hmm. if I will say, I'm going inv- to in advance, if that's in the survey, it will win. Okay. For the most fucking 90s thing. I don't thing. know. I'll, I'll I don't wait. Know. I'll wait. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, terrible news. <laughs> I have terrible news. Oh, no. There's so well, many places this could go. <laughs> first of all, I have just mildly disturbing news. Um, we hear some weird noises coming from Skeleton Buddy's attic. Uh, yeah. Who knows? The, uh, who knows the what's attic going on up there? Formerly the home of Skeleton Buddy. Um, That's right. That's right. I didn't. I didn't copy over the actual quote here, but there is a funny moment where I think Taisa is like, maybe it's just a, a, a tree branch in the wind, and Mari is like, a tree branch in the wind on the floor inside of the fucking cabin. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mari. Yeah. This episode, I like identify yeah, yeah. so deeply with Mari in every scene in this episode. Very practical. Yeah. Uh, yeah. the next morning in the aftermath everyone's sleeping off the dance party um, and oh no oh no it's how really there are a lot of things that happen in this show that um, might make you throw up and here's <laughs> another one uh, Ben is asleep in a bed and he is experiencing oh, no. a condition that <laughs> Some people sometimes have in the morning with a verticality involved. Yes. Often often referred to as morning verticality, right? <laughs> yes. And um, rather than tell you exactly what happens, I'm going to explain a screenshot that I sent to Kristen of... Um, of one Reddit exchange in which someone said girl Misty and then someone else said eggplant emoji pointing finger emoji. This is so upsetting to watch. Why? 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 Okay, we all know that Misty has like a lot going on, Mm -hmm. but I just feel like this is so far beyond but not for Misty. 
It really isn't for Misty. Misty does. I mean, remember later in the episode when adult Misty fucking turns off the medical equipment in the hospital yes. to okay, scare yes. not only the children, but probably the old woman in the bed yes. by screaming code blue, code blue. Yes. Yes. Misty is not here to do anything mildly at all ever so misty um, you're right okay you're right yeah yeah and this is like i mean it's like upsetting to watch on a lot of levels but i think high highest among them is when is that ben wakes up to this and this is like but thank god he wakes up his entire what appears penis to be just in the nick of time it must be inside of his body it just <laughs> inside, it went yeah, inside inverted. of his body he, yeah things have changed definitely takes uh, ben one week for his penis to come back outside of his to body descend <laughs> um Ben, you got a lock on that door, bro? Probably not. Lock this cabin is made of, like, rotting wood. But it also was built by, like, a total doomsdayer. I feel like That's there's true. probably locks on every door and yeah. window. Well, if it's there, he's going to use it now. He probably, I mean, I think it takes a minute to adjust to the level of extremism that Misty brings to the table, you know? It's, like, one thing to think yeah. about, like, this... 17 16 year old girl having a crush on you and doing things that are obnoxious and inappropriate it's another thing to think that she will sneak into your room in the middle of the fucking morning and try to touch your penis dick poke your dick or poison you with fucking tea like i'm these are we're learning it we're learning how to live as a community here we're really learning about what people are capable of yeah 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 very Uh, rough let me just say, yikes. Yeah, big fucking yikes. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Misty poisons Ben. Okay, so that's a thing. I said it, but I just want to, like, establish that this happens. She says that's a... What does she say? It's, like, a extreme choice of word or, like, she doesn't like that he uses right. the term poison. Like, well, that's, like, a very <laughs> intense way to describe... Poisoning. <laughs> So Ben decides, and I am really, really excited to hear your thoughts on this. Ben decides the way to manage the situation with Misty after (sighs) the dick poke and the poisoning is to say, I have feelings for you too, but we cannot act on them and we must keep them a secret from everyone. What do you think about this, Jenny? Well, under normal circumstances, I would say (laughs) this is absolutely the worst way you could handle this. Mm -hmm. And then under these circumstances, I'm going to say this might be the absolute worst way you could handle this. But I understand. I mean, he's afraid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't even I think I think there are 50 million permutations of situations where I would say this is the worst idea you could ever have. And this could be the one permutation where I'm like, maybe okay. Maybe okay. You know what I mean? Like, maybe, maybe okay. this is the safest path forward. I mean, I just like, it because it, it's at the end of the day, it really is a question of, is what young Misty wants 
to actually just make out with Ben? Or is what young Misty wants to feel like she is sharing an intimate connection with Ben that no one else is a part of? And so, like, I don't know that Ben went through all that reasoning. But in my mind, like, as this hat was happening, I was like, oh, God. But also, interesting move. Because maybe this is enough for Misty. Maybe her knowing that she has... She is being desired and knowing Mm -hmm. that she has a secret from everybody else there. Like, maybe these are the things that she wants. And so she'll just leave it alone now. Wouldn't that be so great? (laughs) Turns out this is a TV show. So probably that won't be what happens. But, you know, we can hope. Seem likely. My my favorite maybe part about this whole exchange that they have is when he ends it by being like, my sweet. <laughs> Misty. Misty. <laughs> I cannot, cannot oh. think of one possible word except to just say her name again. Oh, Ben. Oh, Ben. Poor Ben. This is rough. Ben is... Oh, God. I mean, this is a hell. It's like at least Travis is the age of everyone there. And at least Javi has his older brother there and is like a kid. So he's like, this is kind of fun, even though we're all going to die. Ben is like an adult-ish person who has no like companionship. Like no one to like feel like he can be like, oh, my fucking God, though, too. That is like, yeah, I, they should have kept skeleton buddy up in a chair for Ben. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ben could probably use that kind of camaraderie right now. <laughs> skeleton buddy is probably the closest on the map to how Ben is feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Oh, God. OK, so where should we go next? We have fucking Misty and Ben we've talked about. We've talked about the dancing. And clearly, we I mean, the majority of 1996 is going to be us talking about the seance. But before we get there, other small things. Um, well, not small at all. Sean is pregnant. Um, oops. Sean is pregnant. Sean is dipping a pad into some deer blood to create a fake little period but oh no Thaisa sees her doing it and puts two and two together that feeling when breakfast is on the right and bloody soldiers are on the left (laughs) did anybody think about maybe rinsing out these rags before boiling them or do you want to just make blood soup yeah, definitely like having a bucket where you like rinse the rag first before you boil it is the move here. Okay. Mm. Um, mm. But listen, it's their first round. Uh, I still, again, timeline wise, we don't know a lot, but like I still don't know what this show is actually giving us to mark time here. I mean, we know that Shauna mm-hmm. is not showing. So that is a time marker because if she's pregnant and if. She's not showing. It means it cannot be more than like five months that they've been there. But like we see a deer, the 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 blood, the episode before this, they kill a deer. Right. And then we mm-hmm. see this deer strung up. 
But I just am like, that's not the same deer, though. Like, maybe it is, but, like, probably it isn't. Time has passed. This is a new deer. They've gotten better at it. Shauna can, like, pop the knee socket out of the fucking deer. Like, we're all... (laughs) So I just... Whatever. I also... Yeah, but I don't think we're... I don't think we're into five months territory. I think we are... Really topping out at, like, five weeks max. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I just feel like this is one of those shows that might be like, LOL, you thought it was five weeks, but here's all the reasons you should have known it was. I'm just trying to not be tricked, and I know that I will fail at this, but I'm just trying (laughs) to stay ahead of the curve. Um, Shauna dipping this into the deer blood is probably unnecessary, but it is, I think, a pretty good writing choice because, you know, without that, you... I mean, Shauna could skip a period for a while before anyone would be like, oh, you're pregnant. Like, we have yeah. to see that Shauna is lying about it for Thaisa to uh, sort of, like, understand what's happening. So I think it's a good a good choice in that in that regard. <laughs> Not looking at Travis in the woods and saying, are you scared of our menses has to be... <laughs> I want a T-shirt that says, are you scared of our menses? You know what I mean? Give me that shirt to wear around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, questions worth asking. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think Van and Ty are cute, and I think Nat and Travis are cute. I think all of the young couples, minus fucking Misty and Ben, which is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life, are really fucking cute. I'm <laughs> glad everybody's having a little bit of a makeout. How are they brushing yeah, their teeth? Yeah. Unclear. How are they cleaning their bodies? Also unclear. But I'm still That's here so for the scary. makeouts. <laughs> well, they're going into the lake for their bodies, and I guess they have their toothbrushes with them using sparingly using that toothbrush one little boop at a time (laughs) well yeah i mean you'll run out of paste eventually but you have the brush as long as you can still brush a brush yeah plus they probably could find Uh, some wild mint grown in those woods you know yeah exactly yeah yeah get a kilo on it she knows (laughs) uh what to use for homemade toothpaste i bet yeah um I love that Travis and Nat have uh, started keeping a little tally scorecard. Yeah, it's cute. Um, <laughs> it's cute. Their flirting is very cute. This it like really tracks for me. We don't get as much of Van and Ty because Mari comes out screaming. But yeah, you know, Van and Tysa are like, ah, oh, we're finally alone, three feet away from the cabin. <laughs> what? Go into the woods. Yeah, they're. Right there. Yeah, I agree. I feel like these two would have had plenty of time to like find places to be alone. I mean, Travis and Nat have found a bajillion ways to be alone. So, um, and I guess, I mean, speaking of, oh, yeah, go ahead, Jenny. Jenny made gesture hands. Well, I was ready to move on to the next couple, Jackie and Shauna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go there. Let's go there. Okay, cool. So, we sort of, aside from their like exchange about Shauna not having her period and then Shauna being like, oh, no, you gave me my period. <laughs> uh, we get this. Can't we believe get this thing I'm of- bleeding from my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> this blood came from the inside of me and no other creature. <laughs> uh, I really like their thing in this episode yeah. where it's clear it's been clear for a while that Jackie who appears to not be wearing makeup for the first time oh interesting uh that i've noticed she looks i mean i'm sure she's like wearing makeup right. in a in a film TV and television way, way but yes. she looks like unmade up she's still uh, she's knotting still, her button up shirt she, yeah, yeah she's still 
work in the ensemble. <laughs> but uh, uh, so we've seen her not really finding her place in this new world order mm-hmm. that they have here in the wilderness. We see everyone else laboring around her and she's like messing with batteries trying to get uh is it a walkman i think it's a walkman but it has to be more than a walkman for it to have played a walkman with a built-in speaker oh maybe maybe (laughs) a talk boy (laughs) god the talk boy Uh, just keeps coming up (gasps) yeah well uh so it's interesting because like that is this sort of like inciting thing that makes shauna be like oh my god okay i have to like help you learn how to do something because everybody else is is doing labor and they're noticing that you're not and what shauna draws out here is that like what jackie is she says you make people feel like everything's okay just by showing up (laughs) and being your dumb hot awesome self (laughs) which i love and and jackie you know like this is what we saw uh, you know the coach martinez talking to her about like her yeah. place in the team she is like she is the queen of morale and i would actually argue that her getting the cassette player to work yeah is part of that like yeah. what she brings to the table but it's it's great that they have this exchange and also it's great that shauna gives jackie back the <laughs> Sisterhood of the Traveling Murder uh-huh. Necklace. Journey number two and, for that necklace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and this prompts Jackie later, uh, spurred on by everyone's concern about the noises coming from the attic, she's like, we should have a seance. This is like such a great thing for... Mm-hmm the hot girl to suggest like it's just like very it feels very yeah of jackie to be like oh my gosh we should have a seance i'm i'm uh, seeing what's going on here and i'm applying what i know to it um slumber party vibes you know totally uh and so jackie and shauna are getting skeleton buddies attic ready for the seance and they find a bunch of triangle buddies and they put the candles on top of them. Triangle buddy is sure. fucking pissed. He's like, this is yeah, not I'm... what I was here for. <laughs> yeah. What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? This is a choice. I love this Jackie monologue that you've just given us, though, because, you know, I was talking before about how, like Ben. Ben's pretty isolated, you know, Um and I think that Jackie, like what we see in this episode is that Jackie really is too. And she's, she like gives voice to it. She says like, why is everyone else just on board with this back to the land shit? Like how is yeah, there yeah. not one other fucking person on this team who isn't like, what the fuck you want me to do what? Which I think is a valid question. Like, I mean, I want Jackie to pitch in too. But it is, it has to feel really overwhelming that she's, because you see her when she like walks out there and she sees like people hanging laundry, people fucking cleaning bloody rags, people just like everybody doing the shit. She's like, where am I? What has happened? And, and like, not that other folks here haven't had moments like that, but it does feel like there's this moving vehicle and Jackie's just like, wait, when did we get on this ride? Because I don't remember signing up. (laughs) 
Um, yeah. The choice to seance, uh, let me tell you who would not be in that fucking attic, is Kristen Russo in 1996, yeah. Kristen Russo in 2021. Kristen Russo, in any year that you want to pick, I would not be in that fucking <laughs> attic. I wouldn't even be downstairs. Yeah. I'd be fucking out by the lake. Ta- yep. I would have dragged somebody with me, and I would be like, talk to me, look in my eyes, tell me I'm okay. Am I breathing? Am I alive? Am I okay? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> no way, guys. Oh, gosh. Uh, I feel like Jackie really excels at emceeing this event. <laughs> she she's doing She's doing great. Uh, and then we've got blindfolded Shauna with a knife on a rope being all like, it is I, Jacques. So funny, Shauna. Uh, Shauna His name is Skeleton funny. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. she's good. Uh, so um, the, the squad asks a bunch of questions of Jacques. Slash, slash Shauna, like, uh, did OJ do it? Um, are these two members of the school faculty fucking? Would we have one nationals? <laughs> and then they're all like, boo. <laughs> Jacques like, nope. <laughs> no. Uh, which is great. So don't forget downstairs. That, don't forget that later when they when we come back to the scene, one of the questions is, were her did she get fake boobs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did she get enhanced? Enhanced boobs. Um, Misty asks if the person she likes likes her back. Right. Oh, no. Oh, no. And, and they're all and so happy yes. for her when, it, oh, when Jock says no. yes. Oh, God. And Javi asks, are we all going to die out here? And Travis is like, dude. I texted Jenny when I watched this in real time because I had already seen it, but I like kind of, I I didn't, not that I forgot what he asked, but it just like his delivery and also the like directing the edit, the timing, the everything on this. I laughed so fucking loud (laughs) when he asked this question in my house by myself. I like guffawed. It is so good. It's so good. Just want to differentiate here and, uh, list off the people who are respectfully abstaining from the seance Mm -hmm. hanging out downstairs we've got ben laura lee taisa and javi though javi eventually goes upstairs laura lee the occult is no laughing matter correct correct laura lee correct correct (laughs) uh laura lee is using this time to read the user manual that she i guess found in the airplane glove box or something uh, Taisa's like, don't do, do not do, don't not don't do it. Taisa, I feel like Taisa really needs to get on some kind of board. Like Taisa's like, no, there are no ghosts. No, you shan't. You can't fly the plane. No, like, what is uh-huh. Taisa? What would Taisa like for us to do? You know, I want to know. <laughs> She's waiting for a hierarchy to emerge so that she can run for, run for uh, cabin senate. <laughs> Oh, fuck. So, um, things take a turn. It's uh, terrible news again. But this is incredible to me because, like, when I, I, I just mentioned how I was hysterically laughing at Javi, right? I went from hysterically laughing to having full body terror chills in like a minute. Like it was, and I was like, damn, that's incredible. And this show does this. Like it lets you like laugh and be like, oh my God, that's, it's okay, guys. It's funny. And then you're fucking terrified. (laughs) So great work. Yeah. Great fucking work. Lovely, lovely work. Uh, As 
the seance continues we get they do this like cool thing the scary thing this shot from outside that's kind of like zooming up on the attic mm -hmm. window and then lottie screams and the window blows open and lottie starts saying it wants it wants it wants ah, hungry looks at shauna <sighs> says it's in you already like, and then you. she starts speaking french and everyone's like since when does lottie speak french and <laughs> somebody asks Jackie, who's taking French, uh, what Lottie's saying. And Jackie's like, I don't know. I suck at French, too. And Van says, well, damn it, Jackie, try not to. <laughs> damn it, Jackie, we can't control the French. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, because Lottie is in French with Jackie. And so Jackie tells us Lottie sucks at French, which is where the line, yeah. I suck at French, too, comes from. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we know that Lottie... That's not Lottie. That's not Lottie. That's fluent French. Yeah. The French, I can't yeah. speak French. I, we, we need like Alba here to help me out. But <laughs> guess what she's saying in French? I know. Can I tell you or do you want to tell, tell me? Tell me, please. Spill the blood, my beautiful friends. <laughs> it's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, it's the poetical. The beautiful friends. And then Lottie adds in English and... And let the darkness set us free. I was almost no, there. thank you. Spill the blood, my beautiful. Thank you so much for calling me beautiful. What blood are we spilling? Wait, let the darkness what now? Hmm, I'm not so sure. <laughs> this is why I went to the beach and I took Laura Lee and I was like, Laura Lee, do you want to sing fucking Kumbaya? Yeah. Because I can't. Yes, <laughs> correct. Oh my gosh. While this is, oh, you must spill blood or else... And then Lottie smashes her head against the window, cutting her head, smashing the glass. At this exact moment downstairs, Coach spews everywhere. Coach's and then head looks at spins the around uh, 360 yeah, yeah. degrees on his Coach neck. does a, a, a back bend and then walks down <laughs> oh, God, the attic no, ladder like no, that. No, 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 no. No, that's an uh, image you need to get consent for before you put sorry. it in people's minds. Uh, well, <laughs> if this, if such a thing did happen, I know <laughs> what I would prescribe, and that's Laura Lee running in saying the power of Christ compels you, and then whapping the afflicted person with the, the good book. This is. It, this scene, which is stretched out, you know, we're talking about, I mean, a lot of this happens, but some of it is is intercut with other things. This scene is incredible. I go from laughing at Javi's question to terrified to laughing at the French conversation to terrified to laughing at Laura Lee throwing the fucking Bible at Lottie, who has been absolutely incoherent and immediately is like, what the hell, Laura Lee? Hysterical. <laughs> Hysterical. A plus. Kristen has no notes. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. It's very good. <laughs> it's also, Mari, once again relatable, ends the entire scene by saying, seriously, what the motherfuck just happened? <laughs> the same. Ditto, Mari. That is exactly what yeah. I would say in, in said situation. <laughs> I agree. Um, I just want to take one more moment with Lottie saying... To Shauna, it's in you already, okay? Because that 
is the kind of shit that would make I would have no control over my what I did to Lottie if she said that to me. That is when <laughs> I become innocent no matter what I do because you have just that is mm-mm. yeah you brought this on yourself Lottie <laughs> yeah, no fucking way Lottie I don't care if you're possessed or not you don't don't look at me and say that shit no fucking way <laughs> Ooh, so uh, wow. wow everyone is in the aftermath everyone is disturbed except Thaisa who decides she's gonna sleep in the attic to prove it's not haunted and I love that van loves <laughs> not being in the attic and not getting possessed, potentially, uh-huh. more than she loves the opportunity to be alone with Taisa. She's like, no, man, I'm yeah. not going up there. Yeah, she's like, it sucked <laughs> that we didn't get to make out more before, but this is not the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not making out in a fucking haunted attic. Uh, yeah. And this is like back to the sort of like connective tissue of it all. It's like we, uh, you know, Van and Ty have been a duo for the first four episodes. Uh, Shauna and Jackie certainly have been a duo for the first four episodes. So the, the fact that like Van stays downstairs, Thaisa goes up and then Jackie is like, you can go fuck yourself, Sean. I'm not going up to the fucking attic. And <laughs> Shauna is like, but okay, I'm going to go up because I want to be with Ty. Like, this is, a, this is a big, I feel like a big shift and a really different alignment that is happening as the result of this terrifying experience. And also the pregnancy, which some might also yeah. call a terrifying experience. <laughs> so yep. like... Yep. You know, just a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff happening in the 90s. Um, maybe they should try blowing on the whole cabin, you know, just like. Yes. Yeah. Or just unplugging it and plugging, unplugging it back in. Back in. <laughs> when Shauna goes up into the attic and puts her little pillow down right next to Taisa's and lays down there. And Ty is like, so how far along are you? <laughs> These girls. Yeah. These pals. Mm-hmm. It's nice. These buddies. Thais is like, I'll keep your secret, uh, but at a certain <laughs> point, you're not going to be able to. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. And it's, you know, the show's laid out really well. And I mean, I think many of us have hopes that it is it, like that the season is laid out well as a signal that like the series will be laid out really well because this is like we've seen adult Taisa and adult Shauna at the diner together episodes ago and like then we get this information now and I'm at least for me it's like oh wow like you know you kind of know they have a history but now you're really like being given each color of crayon to like shade in this fucking picture with and it's nice it's mm-hmm. just it's done mm-hmm. I think really well. So. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh yes. I was looking at my 96 notes and you already covered this, but Van is like LOL nope is one of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Van said fuck that. Uh-uh. Um all right, so do you want to talk about some things happening in 2021? Oh my word, I do. Um <sighs> This Oh my goodness. This text message. Oh my goodness. This text message exchange between Adam and Shauna that I paused on <laughs> to fucking transcribe because I was like, wait, what are they talking about? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, yeah. What do you think they're talking about? Um, I mean, clearly, but I just want to state for the record that the end of this text message exchange is Adam saying, I'll guess you'll have to punish me then. And Shauna saying, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Okay, kids. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. All right. This is some top really... level sexting. You're getting there. 
Good work. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Shauna's so into that text exchange that she burns toast in a toaster that, as far as I'm aware, is the kind that pops up has an automatic pop up setting. And also, there's a stack of totally fine toast next to the toaster. So I love in TV when there's just a huge stack of toast. <laughs> Me too. I thought the same thing. I was like, what is it about television folks that they make a stack of... But nobody makes a stack of toast. By the time you get to the toast, it won't even be warm anymore. You got to eat the toast yeah. out of the toaster. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Mm. Um, It's Halloween and uh, so many things are happening. Uh, <laughs> Shauna wants to go on a date with Adam. Callie wants to go out with her friends in the city. Mm-hmm. Jeff wants Jeff just wants to ha- hand out candy with his family uh-huh. and failing that he'd love to go to book club with Shauna and make a date out of it. This is awful. This is why adultery is awful cuz could you imagine Jeff? Fe- I mean, could you imagine feeling worse than Shauna fucking feels in this moment when Jeff is like maybe I'll go with you to book club for a date? I know. Oh, I know, no. but she's also probably thinking about Bianca. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Shauna does. I mean, that's that is not like the only reason clearly that Shauna is doing what she's doing, but it definitely is like, it feels like when you are in a relationship for a really long time and you're just like, without talking about it, you're like, I guess we're here now. Like, it feel, I feel mm. like that's where Shauna is. Shauna's just like, okay, mm-hmm. so you're doing this thing, I'm doing this thing. And like, that's just, that's just where we're at right now in our journey as a couple. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite Shauna lines uh, exists inside of this episode when Callie digs on her for dressing up as 90s characters that no one knows. And Shauna <laughs> says, the people who matter recognize Daria. I want to yes, stand correct. up and clap for adult Shauna for this line. It is. Yes. It is correct. It is correct. <laughs> Bless. She also, uh, right after this, says to Jeff, I'm hard on her because our daughter is an asshole. Another line that I love. <laughs> she also says, Shauna also declares, she's the only one in this family who thinks that actions should have consequences. Do, Do you? you? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Jeff oh, also Lord. getting in some fucking great lines in this situation when... <laughs> When Shauna says that book club is the opposite of a sausage fest and he goes, a clam bake. And Melanie Linsky delivers a perfect, like, don't, do, don't do it. Don't, stop it. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. The writing in this episode, I think, is just really is such a delight. Um, uh, also, Shauna makes up a book title, which is good. Oh, yeah. Not to like, I mean, I know we're not here to like dissect all the dialogue, but I just had a lot of dialogue that I loved in this scene. And her, she says she's reading the the girl in the train. Train window. (laughs) Question mark. (laughs) This reminds me of the title of that Kristen Bell series um, that's kind of a spoof. The woman. Yes. In the window across the street from the other woman in the window getting murdered or whatever it is. Yes, 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 yes. It's very long. Uh, the girl in the uh, train. When, the girl in the train window is not a book, but the girl on the train is a book. And I read yeah. the whole synopsis because I'm always looking for fucking clues. 
Uh, I don't know if there are any, but it is very dramatic. There's a lot of murder and a lot of adultery <laughs> in oh. the girl on the train. Okay, so just going to say that. There we go. Okay. Um, terrible, terrible news. Oh, really? For... Where are we going now? It could be anything. <laughs> We're going to this party. Oh, which to me is terrible news. Um, yeah. Adam Adam says uh, that every weekend was like this at Pratt. <laughs> Pratt is an art school in Brooklyn. So they're um, doing this for, this is like they're still reliving teenage slash post-teenage stuff. Like this is not just the date that Adam took Shauna on. Right? I think this is a date that no. Adam took Shauna on. Yeah, no. yeah. And even, I mean, it feels like Adam is younger than Shauna. Yes. Um, And... So, okay, cool. I'm glad you agree. Uh, even Adam is too old to be at this party. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, They're Callie both is supposed old to be at this party. 15 to 20 years. This is for Callie. Exactly. <laughs> this party is for, for Callie. Um, how great is this when Shauna sees Callie slash Jackie oh, across? Gorgeous. This is what Angel wanted to look like when he stood in the mist by the fire trucks. Um when he said he had to say goodbye to Buffy, he wouldn't say goodbye to Buffy, but he stood there anyway. Like, this is what Angel the Vampire <laughs> hoped that he would look like, is how Callie looks standing in this, like, mist in the club in the fucking uniform of Jackie's. Dude, it's very good. Just need some fire truck lights uh, <laughs> no, blinking no, no. red across don't, her. Don't take any notes from Angel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it is. It's really stunning. When Shauna catches up with her and Callie's spins her around and I mean, sees that it's Callie. I assume folks know what's going on here, but Callie's at this fucking party that Adam yeah, and Shauna yeah, are at. Yeah, okay, And then yeah. Shauna sees Callie and she's in the fucking uniform of Jackie's and she's yeah. like, Jackie? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then when she spins Callie around and sees that it's actually her daughter, they in unison say, what are you doing here? <laughs> Callie and it's valid. like Callie fair. <laughs> yeah, Shauna clearly you knew no. that this would be what Callie did. Um, <laughs> the way that Adam runs up on this and is like touching her and stuff and is like, "Are you? Is everything okay? This is read the situation, my guy. Yeah, this is read not the room, Adam. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree." Uh, so is that your lover fucking Callie I love Callie so much I love her so much the Callie Shauna of it all is one of the most delicious pieces of this show I think I love it a lot hey there this is Justin Bartha I made a funny new podcast King of the Egg Cream it has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black I'm torn by my feelings for two women Bobby Cannavale you can eat it or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. 
So uh, Callie's... what are you on? <laughs> Just Molly. Ecstasy mom. <laughs> Teenage daughter getting mad at mom for not knowing what Molly is. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Then then um Shauna's like, okay, I'm getting you out of here. And Callie's like, where are we going? And Shauna says, where do you think we're going? The after party? I'm taking you home. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, incredible. Like, incredible. later, we're not, we're not here yet, but later when Shauna says to Callie, have you ever heard of mutually assured destruction? And Callie goes, I basically invented it. Like, the two of them. I can't. I yeah. love them so much. They are the same. They are the same. Yeah. It is beautiful. Daughters. <laughs> mothers. <laughs> What's the difference? And, and you know, I mean, the, the, the next bit of this at the club, of course, is, is really fucking incredible because... Good shows have characters that do really (laughs) fucked up things and also have depth and love and compassion at the same time, you know? And this moment where Callie actually says to her mom that she sees that she is not okay and that it is so awful that she has gone through what she has gone through is so beautiful it's so it's just so wonderful and and it it gives so much depth to the relationship between the two of them that feels different because we've gone through four episodes of them bitching at each other like parents and kids do so to like have had that as the heartbeat and then to just scoop down into it and get deep into what the reality of their bond is is just fucking chef's kiss man well, I think Callie is able to do this because she's on Molly. Yeah. Yeah. So so good thing she so did some drugs. If you want to connect with your teenage daughter, just have her take some Molly. Don't. This is a yes. podcast of jokes. This is not for real. Yes. No, we're not doctors. This is not. You can't sue us. Don't sue us. Okay. <laughs> so as you mentioned, Callie is like, is that your lover? He is hot. Uh, burn and uh, then she burns her mom right after she says he's hot. It's probably because you have that whole yellow jackets thing going for you, right? And Shauna's like, he doesn't even know about Buzz Buzz Buzz. And Kelly's like, mm, does he know your name and have the internet? Because yeah, we also find out. Okay, so Shauna tells Kelly that this is actually not her uniform. This is Jackie's uniform, which we find out Jackie's parents gave to Shauna on. Jackie's 40th birthday to quote remember her right Shauna says as if I don't already think about her pretty much every day right yeah that feels like a big uh information bite um again again not trusting anything that the I literally never trust anything that the show tells me um part of that is being raised (laughs) on television that taught me I could not trust and part of it is because this is a fucking show with twists and turns so but yeah if I mean you watch this you're like Jackie's not alive Jackie didn't make it out she got the uniform upstairs right how else could we interpret this any other way Dun, I don't dun, know. Dun. Yeah. I, I could think of a couple ways. Yeah, me too. Okay. Mutually assured <laughs> destruction. <laughs> Callie's like, here are my new rules. Otherwise, I'll tell dad about your new boyfriend. And Shauna's like, oh, sweetie, it's so cute that you think you're about to own me. Oh, wow. The fact that Callie doesn't know by now 
that she cannot fucking own Shauna is incredible to me. Yeah. Well, how much of um how much of this like teeth vibe is uh new and and prompted by her whole sort of like is she having a renaissance right now right right that's true that's true like maybe she is yeah that's true and callie is like equal parts like i feel like callie is equal parts like terrified and so impressed just like fucking yeah damn yeah. mom She's like, actually my mom is cool <laughs> uh but shauna's like oh my gosh goodbye to your college fund because we'll need to spend that on the divorce lawyers goodbye to your friday nights because you're gonna have to like babysit your brokenhearted dad Mm -hmm. um and then just when you think he's starting to get better he's gonna start asking you for dating advice which will make a lot of sense because he'll be dating girls who are basically your age (laughs) and callie's like okay dad i went to the city um without permission and i uh got high and called mom so i'm uh yeah i was a bad girl shauna basically (laughs) floats through the ceiling and the roof into the sky. She is so pleased with herself yeah. about this. Yeah. Like just yeah. Oh my God. So happy. Jeff's Jeff's parenting. Lying is very uncool. <laughs> Jeff, I love you. And then after after Callie leaves, because earlier Shauna had said to Jeff, like, our daughter's an asshole. And he was like, well, well, well. And then after this scene, Jeff goes, she really oh. is getting an attitude. Yeah. Our daughter is an asshole. How did that happen? Uh, have I already said that uh, Jeff is the Riley Finn of the piece? Have I? I don't know. Mentioned but that he definitely is. I don't know if you have said Look it, him but go. I agree a thousand percent. I think you have because I feel like I remember saying that certain elements of Jeff, had they been uh, included in Riley, I would have liked Riley more. <sighs> right, 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 right. Um, the only, um, the only thing. Oh in- yeah. Uh, the only thing in this sort of bundle um, that I have that I want to just mention is the I think it's after all of this that we see Shauna Googling herself. Right. And not the way she did in the first episode. How did she do it in the first episode? In oh, her daughter's no, room. Jenny, no, Jenny, no. <laughs> <laughs> God, no. Yeah. Uh, she... <laughs> so <laughs> mad that not only did you make that joke but that i like helped you make it even better by not understanding what you meant first <laughs> hell yeah uh, um this is so sad though i hate this scene because like, like shauna just doesn't she just really didn't understand how much there was of her life so easily accessible which i like i can't imagine it cuz we're we're basically the same age as them i mean we're like a couple. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ye- we're a couple years younger. They're a little older than us. They're a little. They're old- a little older than even you, Kristen. Okay, okay. And <laughs> and and so you know me as somebody who is ste- I'm steeped in the internet, social media, or whatever. But I have friends who are my age or a little older who don't do the work that I do or that Jenny does, and they are n- just not in touch with the internet in any way so shape cool. or form i know it really is it's i'm envious of them um so this as much as i was like come on how could shauna not really have known this it does track i think um because if she has had no reason to immerse herself in the internet and probably actively has avoided it then this is this is just i just hate it for her i hate it i don't want her to have found this out she then probably is connecting in her mind that adam does know who she is and 
you know, I mean, I don't think that that means Adam's been like necessarily lying. Like in my mind at this point, I'm like, well, maybe Adam like does know who she is, but is like allowing her to fucking talk about her life at her own time, which feels like a respectful choice. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyway, <sighs> those were some of my feelings. <laughs> Still thinking about how you got right. me with that Googling joke. <laughs> All right. Yeah, got your ass. Okay. So... so- uh, maybe we should talk about Taisa next. Mm, Taisa. So that we can then, as a treat afterwards, <laughs> talk about uh, Nat and Misty. Okay, great, great, great. Yeah, Taisa. Because uh, Taisa's stuff is tough. She's having a time. She's having a time. She's getting crushed in the polls. Mm-hmm. She's hallucinating wolves out in the street. How is it that she grabs a letter opener and runs into the street without wearing shoes to go after this wolf when she has been <laughs> having visions of wolves for a long time? And even if she's not aware of like everything, has to be aware of at least why maybe she's hallucinating wolves. It just feels... Okay. If anybody... If anybody believes that they can destroy their own wolf hallucinations with just their one bare hand, two bare feet, and a letter opener, it's definitely Thaisa. I like that. She's like, I will end this fucker. I like that she only had one bare hand because the other one was cloaked (laughs) in the letter opener. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Also, one of the things that I'm going to mention that I saw on the Reddit and I went back and looked for, but I couldn't find it. Is some people were saying um, that when she walks out onto the street, she walks by some like telephone poles or light posts or whatever. Somebody was saying that they saw a triangle buddy. No. On one of those posts. I couldn't find it. If you're listening to this podcast and you found it. Gasp. And you can take a screenshot and provide it to us. Please. That would rock. Call 1-800-TRIANGLE-BUDDY. Let us know. Yes. Have you seen Triangle Buddy? (laughs) Uh, Uh. (laughs) uh, Positive. You know, something in general that I like about this episode is that it's a Halloween episode, but it does not go ham on Halloween costumes. It's just it only goes ham on a Sammy. Yes, sandwich. He's a sandwich. That's cute. That's very. That's very, very, very cute. this is like when when I vowed to dress Frank up in a different Frank-centric costume for Halloween every year, but then have so far forgotten to do it. He hasn't gone as a, a Frankfurter. He hasn't gone as Frank Castle. Uh, he hasn't gone as Frankenstein even. I, well, at least you have a I, lot in the in the tin for him, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm. Full of ideas, but really sorely lacking in the execution department. He has been a hamburger, which has absolutely nothing to do with Frank, but but, but it's almost a hot dog. It's almost close. <laughs> so yeah, um, let's see. Thaisa tells uh, Simone that she is going to drop out of the race because they are very concerned about Sammy, who has allegedly painted spill in red paint across the windows of their house this seems 
really complicated for a small child to do. But okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, it just doesn't seem... <laughs> it's also, like, really poetic. He's... It's like... <laughs> Like, spill. it's because Spill is, like, that last episode we saw, right? It was last episode um, where everyone at the fundraiser was, like, trying to get Thaisa to share all the fucking dirty details of what happened on the island. Yes. Blah, blah. Um, so, like, A, Spill is, it's painted perfectly. Every letter just done well. Yeah. It's fairly high. Is that what Sammy's handwriting looks like? Yeah, it's pretty tall. It's pretty, pretty tall. tall. <laughs> and also, like, of all the things for how old is Sammy? Five? I don't... You're better at that than me. At least I'm like, I don't know. He's definitely six. between, like, three and he's 16. Definitely not, he's definitely not three. Um, Definitely older <laughs> than three. Um, But he... <laughs> it just feels like spill exclamation point painted in large letters at a great height would be something that might be a little yeah. tricky for our pal Sammy to do. But in this yeah, episode... Especially, especially, I can't... Um, like, what's the creepiest way you can look while you're painting spill on across a couple doors? Because I can't think of a particularly creepy-looking way you could do that. So that's kind of where I'm landing that's on true. the I know Sammy didn't do it. That's true. That's true. Unless you know, he was peeking. peeking out. Yeah. Sticking his... He's laying down in the armoire. <laughs> he brought the whole his armoire eyes are to the street so that he could lay down. Vertically. Yeah. Yeah. His little arm is... Uh, Poking out with a brush. <laughs> Spill. Yeah. But in this episode, they're like very concerned. I mean, they should be concerned about Sammy. That point holds, regardless of who painted this shit. Thaisa finds the can of paint under Sammy's bed after finding this word painted on the side of their house. Um, and Simone and Thaisa are like, this is like, Thaisa basically says to Simone, like, I'm worried about him. And Simone's like, yeah, a fucking welcome. Welcome. Welcome to our life that I tried to get you to fucking join in episode one that you didn't fucking listen to me. I've been telling you I'm concerned about our son. Um, and mm -hmm. so is so like, maybe I should drop out of the race. So she's going to drop. What a great decision. I think this is a oh great, my gosh. great so, decision. Yeah, family first. Love to see it. Mm -hmm. uh, they confront Sammy and he's like, the lady in the tree did it. Oh, no. Yeah. And Thaisa is like, don't fucking lie. And he's like, I'm not lying. And then he, he like, again, uh, cinematically, this is done incredibly because all Sammy does is knock some candy off the table. But the way it's shot, it's like, truly, you're terrified. You're like, oh, God, what has <laughs> happened? It's like, no, a child just got mad and threw <laughs> some candy. <laughs> That's all that happened. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Sammy. They're spreading it on thick. Fucking Sam, I'm telling you, the camera crew is really trying to, who framed Sammy? It's the camera crew. <laughs> <laughs> um, But okay. the only other thing that I want to say uh, is very small, which is that I love Simone. Simone is like one of my faves. And <laughs> I love the moment Simone has because she's been like, do the right thing, baby. Like, you, we've we've talked about this. We always do the right thing. We always do the right thing. This shit is written on the side of her house. And she's like, go for the daughter. Go. I don't fucking care. Drag <laughs> that daughter. And I'm like, yes, Simone. <laughs> Family first, Simone, yeah. at all costs. <laughs> yeah. Simone's ready for blood. Mm -hmm. uh, and we love it. Yeah. Okay. 
Thaisa calls a press conference and we clearly see that her note cards outline her announcement that she's dropping out of the campaign. But uh oh, she gets a shitty little smile on her face (laughs) indicating that she's going for it. And she's like the people of New Jersey. What? What? deserve honest representation and then she reveals the spill and she's like my home was defaced and I'll blah stop at nothing and then she says a very cool Mm -hmm. thing Kristen can I tell you what it is please tell me okay she's like since everybody keeps talking about the wilderness I'll tell you something true Mm -hmm. not glamorous but true in life Sometimes we encounter obstacles so enormous we can only face them with the help of our community. I'm staying in this race because together we can do anything. I believe that. I've seen it happen. Spinning the wilderness in favor of her campaign. Mm -hmm. And over on the side, Simona's like, I'm sorry, what? Simone fuck fucking poker just... face, but what? she is, ooh, what? no, 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 no. That's Yeah, I wouldn't want to be no inside that house after this press conference. No Sammy, seek cover. Uh, climb into an armoire or any <laughs> small enclosed container that you can peer out of. Sammy, painted JK underneath that spill real quick, buddy. <laughs> ah! Rewind, reverse, get out of here. Yeah. No, it's not good. Um, yeah, maybe Sammy is always smile, like always, like giving us creepy face because he's raised by Thaisa, who clearly is good at smiling very creepily, as we saw in this mm-hmm. scene. Yes, scary. All right, so let's go to that conniving poodle-haired little freak, <laughs> Missy. Bless her. I already talked about how she turned off the fucking power to her patient to scare the children trick-or-treating at the hospital. I laughed so hard. Unbelievable. I but guess you know... it's trick then, she said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can we talk about her little ears and tail? <laughs> yes. Can we talk about the her other ears Halloween and tail? costume? We get a sandwich and fucking a cat version of misty misty yeah. the cat quite yeah. a choice and also, she has a bird <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about how callie is clearly made up as a, a like a dead yellow jacket oh yeah we didn't that's right probably because it's so upsetting yeah because it's in such poor taste <laughs> yeah even for callie callie come on even um, for callie I w- especially for callie <laughs> okay especially for callie uh, one thing that I wanted to mention about Christina Ricci Ooh. is that this is the first episode when I was watching and I was like, oh, shit, I think Christina Ricci might be pregnant. I think they are oh. dressing Christina Ricci because she is growing a small human life inside of her. So I did a little research and it all the math, lines up. The they filmed. Checks. That's right. They filmed. OK, so check this out. They filmed the pilot. In November of 2019. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. And then COVID. Mm -hmm. And then they resumed filming of episodes two forward uh, in May of 2021. Mm -hmm. A a year and a half later. 
Wow. So, uh, and then they they continued filming from May through uh, early October 2021. And then Christina Ricci gave birth uh, in December of 2021. December what? (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) Wikipedia didn't want me, did not want me to know. The exact date. Um, Well, we'll just call it December 17th. Uh, I'm I'm bringing this up, I think, as a sort of just like uh, a a thing you can watch for, mm-hmm. um, and the the wardrobe chases, the wardrobe choices that are made yeah. to kind of like work with this circumstance. Because I mean, the pilot was greenlit, right? And then it and they make it, and a year and a half goes by. People change their plans. People are in lockdown. Mm-hmm. Like the world is totally altered, um, and also life goes on and christina ricci got pregnant and wanted to have a baby and what's so wild about this to me is that it turns out you can actually have an actor on your show um, make a personal life choice that you then don't punish them for Mm. uh and assassinate their character's character within the show you can actually just work around it only jenny could see me like keeping my whole hand pressed on my mouth because it was so hard for me to not interject the thing that I knew was coming, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, imagine mm-hmm. imagine me, but I'm, like, in third grade and I'm just raising my hand. Like, just... <laughs> me, 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 me. I know this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. remarkable. Yeah. I mean, people said it couldn't be done, Jenny. <laughs> they did. They said, instead, Ooh. we'll give you season four of Angel. Ooh. No, 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 no. Uh, also, you know what's really fun is that I was making big jokes about when in December 2021 did Christina Ricci have her baby, but then I realized that this episode aired on December 12, 2021. So that means that Christina Ricci was like maybe having her baby when this episode aired. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. And hey, congratulations yes. to Christina Ricci. Yes. And wasn't she just nominated for a fucking Emmy? A lot of them were. That uh, seems correct. Great. Work. So you're telling me. That you can be an actor and pregnant and be nominated for an Emmy? What? Get out of here. Uh, I also was reading, this is like very broad strokes, but it uh, the, what I was reading about the, the filming schedule um, made it seem like they would do a week of filming with the adult cast and oh, then a week of filming with the cool. the young cast and go back and forth like that. Oh, that's which nice. Which I thought was cool yeah that's because then they could get some downtime recharge now i'm wondering is it normal in like a medical facility for like a heart monitor and like various life support devices to just be plugged into a random ass flip switcher honestly power strip probably like, honestly, uh, yeah. probably. Like, I want to be like, that's a funny joke. Of course not. But then I think about, like, yeah. my experiences this is like when, in. Yeah. <laughs> this is like when uh, Willow took over Ms. Calendar's classes and we were like, this would never happen. And then all of the teachers were like, actually. <laughs> actually. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't I don't want to believe that it's true, but probably it's true. I mean, I I don't know. The the switch being where it is or there being a switch is probably not true, but I don't know. I don't know. Tell us, hospital workers, please. Um or don't or, do, or don't. Um 
So, you know, something occurred to me because I I had a note about Nat's fishnets, um, which is that I felt that they were a step too far uh, because who it, who lays in bed with their fishnets? Why are you pointing at yourself? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're just swallowing. I thought you were like me. I thought you were going to say, who said this to me? And then I wrote it down because I feel like I said when we were doing the group group watch that it was it just felt like a lot too far but then i realized it's halloween so it i think because why would this choice have been made to i know that she's like punk whatever but like (laughs) i just feel like they're not are they this are they this dramatic about costuming choices or is it just like it's halloween so maybe nat went out and had a couple beers and threw on her fish put on her Fishnets, yeah, sure. this Halloween. Sure. So, so I'm just I'm I'm carving out a little space for this here in this episode. I did. So okay. I've been thinking a lot about like the '90s of it all in this show because you know we are uh, like Jenny mentioned younger than these characters, but by a very small margin. And mine, uh, mine even uh, smaller than Jenny's. Jenny has a larger margin. Um, <laughs> but I'm younger than Kristen. And so, you know, there are some choices that are made, like we mentioned the party at the, you know, in the first episode or the second episode where it's like, okay, an, an apple pipe and a boom box and the, like it's, but, yeah, but yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I guess I've just been thinking about it from a creative standpoint when you know that your audience is going to be, well, you hope at least that your audience is going to be made up of folks who lived through this time and folks who never lived through this time. And like, how do you carry that responsibility? And also like, how do you keep everybody interested? Because for them to pick like deeper cuts of music and to have like more subtle nods would be delightful for me, for Jenny, for folks who lived through the 90s. But for folks who didn't, they're going to miss most of that. They're not going to, whereas like you play Montel Jordan and even people who didn't live through the 90s are like, ah, you know? (laughs) So I just, I guess I'm just interested. It's something that I want to think about more because I've seen some like critiques of of the choices being like all the mainstream music and all the this and all of that. And I'm like, but there has to be thought that goes into that. It can't just be that they made that choice. A lot of the people in this room lived in New Jersey in the 90s in this writer's room. So, like, there has to be (laughs) thinking in terms of audience um, and stuff that goes into that. But I don't know. I'm just positing it there for reflection. All right. All right. Consider it positive. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Whilst lounging in fishnets, Natalie hears from Kevin, uh, who lets her know that Travis's toxicology report revealed that he was clean mm-hmm. at the time of his death mm-hmm. then he tries to ask nat out and she rushes him off the phone uh i have oh, to make Natalie. a call <laughs> oh. uh nat calls misty who is saved in her phone as don't pick up <laughs> which is very good it's really good i used to do this in the 90s like this is not a thing i would do in 2021 but like i feel like there were definitely well i guess it was the early 2000s but i definitely wrote shit in my phone that i regretted later because then that person would be like near me and by my phone oh my god you know and you're like oh my god fuck anyway so (laughs) pretending uh that she never told misty to fuck off 
Nat's like, so can we talk to your friend who can get into Travis's email? And Misty's like, I'm waiting for an apology. But yeah, Misty, Misty, the first thing Misty says before that is, I'm sorry, who is this? Oh, yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, Misty installs what I will refer to as the owl cam in uh, Nat's apartment, a little diffuser. Um, sub- That's what I've been calling it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Have you? I, li- I really didn't know that I stole that from no, you. No, no, no. Just in my notes. Oh, <gasps> wow. Tra- a moment of tra- we are we've saved up, among Kristen. us. <laughs> oh no, it's another. We've been in the wilderness hive. for three to five weeks, and we're <laughs> both calling it the owl cam now. <laughs> well, I guess uh, hang on, really I have to go dip this cam. cotton in um, a fa- fake owl. That uh, <laughs> okay, that didn't really work. Um, <laughs> Misty, when Mi- Misty arrives at Natalie's door, she does a coded knock. And Natalie opens the door and says, I told you we didn't need a code. It's so funny. It's so funny. Oh, Lord. This is the uh, convergence of writing and acting. You know, like the line is good. Yeah. The delivery is good. And the joke just, it just flies. Yeah. Oh. It's good. Uh, so basically the deal is that email guy is miffed. And he wants to meet in person to discuss uh, terms of handing over the file. So, Natalie and Misty roll up to this meet. Why couldn't they just go to the? Why couldn't they just stop by the gas station on their way there? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I just. Uh, <laughs> I just. I just, I can't stress this enough. Misty's citizen detective <laughs> code name is African Gray. <laughs> Have my, you ever considered that? In my notes, I like really thought about how to write it. And I decided it was African underscore Gray. That was my choice. That seems right. Stallion seems 99, right. one word. Stallion 99. Yes. African Gray has an underscore between African and Gray. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Their their plan is to dump, and they do it. Dump gasoline on the lap of Stallion ninety nine, and to tell him he's either going to hand over the file or they're going to set his dick on fire. <laughs> I mean, this is my kind of plan. This is New Jersey. This is a New Jersey yeah. plan. <laughs> this is how we do it in Jersey, <laughs> for sure. Uh, Jenny, you've done this, haven't you? Siphoned gas. I feel like I remember that y- that Ugh, you have because I was like horrified I- by it. Yeah, when I was a teen, I worked on a farm in New Jersey. Yes, taking care of chickens. I think you told us maybe last time, but who can keep track? All we do is Well, podcasts. there were actually two different farms that I worked at. The one that I mentioned last time is the one that I was working at first uh, when, I, when I first heard You Ought to Know. But then later, that was just a chicken farm. Then later I worked at, it was actually a, a kennel. So it was like I would take care of like boarded dogs and cats, but then the people who owned the kennel also had like 50 sheep and 50 goats and a couple horses and a pony and uh, some llamas or alpacas and uh, there were some chickens. And yeah, so we, me and the other teen who worked there, Ken, uh, would have to muck the horse stalls, which is uh, something I wouldn't wish on anybody. And uh, when we're you know done mucking, like getting Gross. all the muck out, uh, we would have to then transport it somewhere and... and uh, the family was like out of town for the weekend and Ken was like, it'd be so cool to like 
put the muck in the trailer that's attached to the four-wheeler instead of having to like do wheelbarrow stuff and i was like okay uh but the four-wheeler was out of gas so he was like oh all we have to do is siphon gas out of the farm truck and put it in the four-wheeler and then because i was like a little bit younger than ken and a girl i was like well i guess i better show ken how tough i am by siphoning this gas so i proceeded to spend about a half hour trying to get a siphon started with a little hose that we had uh but all i got was uh the occasional mouthful of gasoline and probably a lot of gas fumes and at a certain point um the trees began to sing and uh (laughs) the world was alive in an unfamiliar way and then i was like i guess we should stop now because i can't do this or really anything else and what i found out later was that after the great depression it became very popular for cars to be built with a certain kind of coil oh in uh the gas pump area uh so that you can't siphon without like very specific equipment because people would like pull gas siphon out of- gas out of other people's yeah, cars yeah and, yeah wow. uh so it was never gonna happen for me which makes me feel better uh about the fact that I couldn't make it happen. This is um this is really the gnat in you. Like this is the, not because she's siphoning gas as an adult, but because it is very much the gnat that would be like I'm younger and a girl, so therefore I will fucking siphon this goddamn gas. Van would be like fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Van uh, Van doesn't need to prove anything to anybody, no, which is cool. Yeah. Van is confident beyond her years, uh, at least in my in the, by my math. Um Yeah, so so Nat siphons gas from her Porsche and Misty into like a into a coffee cup, like a to-go coffee mug. <laughs> and and Misty's like, I don't know if we're allowed to bring in outside beverages. We might get caught. Oh my god. <laughs> I love you, Misty. Me too. Only only in this way, Misty, do yeah. I love you. Yeah. Um, so Stallion 99 is like, what the fuck is wrong with you here? Have the fuck, get the fuck out of my life forever. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, an incredible small moment as they leave where Nat says to Misty, you should ask him, you should ask that guy out. You have so much in common. And Misty is like, I don't know what, like her face, all face. It's no line. There's no dialogue. Misty's face is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, so upset. So upset. Okay. Here's the thing that feels a little tenuous. Uh, while, while reviewing the contents of this file and um ugh, seeing some autopsy photos and which maybe trigger some remembrance some fond remembrances of uh travis for nat yeah. uh they start laying out the crime scene or death scene photos this just seems so <laughs> this just seems so like not a thing that would happen or be possible but they are able to lay out the photos in such a way that they you know recreate the floor right and then misty's like hey does that look like wax to you like does it well they look like wax they do it reversed they do she sees the she sees what looks like wax first and Mm -hmm. then they put the they put them together to see where all the wax markings are sure sure but i doesn't undo your point but 
Would you be able to know that that was wax? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But Probably and also, not. would would they shoot with such precise coverage that you could then assemble a, a complete image of the the floor? I mean, and that yeah, okay. I, that I have a little room for. I mean, we already talked about how good the cops are in this uh, town. Remember, they are very They're responsive. So responsive, they they show up right away. So, I mean, if a crime scene is photographed proper, I mean, I guess that's not that's a whole different department. It's not the cops, but like maybe everyone in the law enforcement and extended yeah. departments is just really crossing their t's and dotting their eyes in this town. If a crime scene is photographed properly, especially something like this, I would think that you should i mean think about all of the like true crime shit you know it's like don't you have to have things photographed how many ways was the staircase photographed for fuck's sake you know what i mean like it's like everything is accounted for everything has to be accounted for because every detail matters i i'm still with you i like i'm with you on being i'm like, not ah. saying i i disagree with the idea i'm just saying yeah. i am skeptical of the execution yeah um, but it makes for a nice, I mean, in real time when I was watching this, I definitely was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Triangle buddy strikes again. I wonder what other shapes you could draw um. <laughs> that would include all of these wax marks on the floor. Oh, my God. Please, please, please. If you have extra time on your hands, A, send us the dots, like, so that we can all play, but also connect the dots. <laughs> that I really want. I want to try to see what I can make from the dots. But um, yeah, uh-huh, my, uh-huh, my uh-huh. favorite line drawn, because we see Misty is connecting, connecting, connecting. And my favorite one is when she draws the little hook <laughs> <laughs> from <laughs> one dot to the other dot. A little boop. Um, <laughs> and you thought Triangle Buddy could only be fucking carved into trees, stamped onto postcards, or made in a giant format on wax underneath a dead body? Well, you were wrong. He can also be a text message, Jenny. He can also be a text message. My dear Lord in heaven, (laughs) the way that this translates, unbelievable. Thaisa comes by Natalie's apartment, and while she is there, I believe, is it just Nat that receives the text message or do they both get it? It looks like Thaisa and Nat are both reading okay. it, which is weird both... because is this blackmailer texting all, like, is is this blackmailer trying to collect 50 grand from everybody? Um, Interesting question, because it says don't discuss with your teammates. With your teammates. But it's like, right, that, but maybe that's why, like, maybe the blackmailer has, if because if Thaisa and Nat are both getting the text, then... I don't know. I guess we'll just have to stay tuned to find out. But I guess if they both got it, then this whoever this is that's saying gather 50K is trying to get the whole team to separately gather 50K. Whoever it is is trying to get rich, trying to get rich. Um, and so Nat, this is where they're all coming together because they're like, we better call Shauna. They call Shauna. Tell Shauna that Travis is dead. Shauna says to Thaisa, I know Misty told me. Thaisa's like, she knows Misty told her, which is when we get Misty, or, which is when we get Nat saying that conniving, poodle-haired little freak, and we see Misty. 
watching the whole thing from her owl cam at home. Oh no, she's, Misty. She's mad. She's like so delighted and then so upset she's, when they call her a poodle haired little fucking freak. Oh, she's upset. But she would never do anything to harm anyone. So I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very gentle. <laughs> um, One thing that I just wanted to say about... The moment when Nat, because Nat and Misty are the ones that are looking at the photos. They're the one, Misty's the one that draws the connect the connect the dots, triangle buddy connect the dots in all of your favorite coloring books. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but Nat says, this is bad. This is so wrong. Travis didn't believe in any of this shit. So I know he didn't put it there. Or like, she didn't say, I know he didn't put it there. Believe. But. Right. And also, specifically, like, she doesn't say, like, we didn't believe in any of this shit, you know? She specifically says, Travis, and, like, I'm just thinking out loud here. It's like, Travis didn't believe in any of this shit. We have the notebook that says, tell Nat she was right. So if we know that Nat maybe believes in whatever this shit is, and Travis didn't believe in this shit, and then in the notebook, it says Nat was right. Just saying. I don't know. I'm just a, I'm just a girl. Ooh, I like that. I, I'm just a girl thinking thoughts. Hey, speaking of being just a girl, Kristen, what's the most '90s thing? Mm. Is it what blowing tra- on something to fix it? That was an incredible transition. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, blowing on something to fix it. Mm-hmm. Is it the O.J. Simpson trial, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or is it? Having a dance party to This Is How We Do It. They are all incredible contenders. I am loyal to my former self, but also still would make this choice. It is definitely fixing something by blowing on it. Yes, perhaps if the O.J. Simpson trial hadn't been turned into a popular dramatic series in the recent past. That's true. Uh, And also, I would argue that you could have a dance party to This Is How We Do It anytime. I, I would dance to that song if you play it anytime. So... Um. Yeah. Well, so you're, I'm glad we're in agreement. We agree again. We agree again. You know why? Because we're kids of the 90s. So we know. It's okay? true. Yeah. All right. I guess it's time for a little segment called What's the Buzz? If you haven't watched past the episode, you need to look in the show notes. Skip over this shit because this is where all the spoilers come buzzing out of their little hives. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, Jenny, um, you told me that you were keeping secrets from me so that you could surprise me with all of your Reddit theories and such. So why don't you why don't you take us on a tour um, of all your all right. spoilers? All right. All right. All right. Uh, well, that's more like theories for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, one person on Reddit noticed how uncomfortable Shauna got about wearing masks the idea of wearing masks at oh, the party. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. were calling back to the pilot episode saying maybe wearing masks brings back unpleasant memories for Shauna. You mean because of the woods and the masks? Yeah, the woods, the masks, the flesh. Yeah, that's great. I love I that. Was, that was pretty cool and good. Because um, I really did have a, I actually like really had a moment with that. It was, it just struck me as 
a choice, but I didn't think mm-hmm. to go past that moment that I because I was like, why, why wouldn't she want to wear it? It's just fun. She seems like Reddit she's... is all about going past yes. and then going past and past <laughs> and then <laughs> okay, maybe doing okay. uh, like uh, some donuts and then coming back. Yep, yep, great. Okay, what else you got? Uh, very popular at the time that this episode came out for people to believe that Misty was behind the blackmail. Obviously, of she's course. watching them get their little texts. And then here's a thing I didn't fact check that just <laughs> seemed really interesting. And it was like the last thing I grabbed before we uh, came into the taping. Someone posited that the eight during the seance either means eight survivors or eight deaths. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the dinner scene, I count eight people, including Misty, who's serving the meat. And so therefore, I'm, I'm leaning towards eight, meaning eight survivors. How about eh, that? Eh. I don't know. I have a lot of feelings about the infinity of it all. So I'm not I don't want to let go of the infinity. And we forgot to say that in the non-spoiler part, which is pretty important. Oh, um, so if we remember on the on the other end of what's the buzz, we should talk about that. But I, I like the infinity of it all because it feels I don't know. To me, if, the, if this naming of it the like it is inside mm-hmm. of you already it feels i i guess i'm just hoping and, and i remember this being sort of like leveled at the show at the time like are you are you about like surviving in the woods horror or are you about magical horror like which one is it pick one which what are we doing here is it a cult mm-hmm. is it magic are there ghosts did we just crash in the what is happening and i actually love that we don't know and i'm hoping that there is a bit, I don't, I'm hoping that there isn't just a, a logical explanation for all of this stuff. I like, I want to be the Mulder. <laughs> I think, I'd, I'd figure it out. It's the Mulder. I, I had to be, I want to be the Mulder. I, I want, I, I really want there to be some non-corporeal shit in this show. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So uh-huh. I, I'm holding to the infinity and not the eight, but... I will have like an eight. Eight's wrong. feeling eight's feeling good and right. They do uh, say eight is great, so they do. <laughs> uh, this is a safe space for us to think about how long it took Jeff to <laughs> type out Triangle Buddy on his phone. Do you think there's like a a generator where you can like? draw like submit a photo and it'll make uh this is this Ooh, is either I... gonna make us seem like geniuses or really old you know what i mean like it's one of yeah, the two yeah yeah either seems i invented like the kind something of thing that would be... or i'm stupid seems like the kind of thing that would already exist that right. we just don't know about cause... but jeff also wouldn't know about it um but maybe he got help from bianca no she doesn't know maybe Wait, is she? Is she well, what is who's Bianca again? I can never remember. Bianca she, is with the uh, the loan sharks who want Jeff to pay them back, please. Okay, okay. So it is plausible that maybe Bianca, maybe Bianca's son is the kid that Callie is dating, and he helped her figure out how to send a text message with an emoji in it. Wow. Just spinning, spinning, uh, spinning. Yes. I'm like the yes. opposite of Joanna Robinson. Like Joanna Robinson theorizes and it's like, wow, how did she know? And Chris Arusa just spins wild. I'm I'm the I'm betting on the horse that has really, really low odds of winning because if it pays off, whew, you know? <laughs> you will be <laughs> set. You'll be 
uh, knee deep in theory clout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else in your Reddit bin, Jenny? No, no. Tell me everything. Um. Well, you talked about Jeff's blackmail text. Clearly, we know this is Jeff. Uh, Thaisa, we know, is the one who painted spill on the door, then hid the paint under her son's bed, probably having no yes. idea that she did any of that. Uh-huh. Uh, and um, let's see. I've, I've My notes are very general, so I knew what I meant before <laughs> when I took them. Now, not as sure. Uh, Laura Lee, looking at the plane manual. Clearly, uh, none of us like to see this because we know... How it ends, one of the... Laura Lee, step away saddest. from the plane manual, please. One of my favorite uh, episode titles, The Flight of the Bumblebee. It's good. It's oh, good. no. It's so sad. Um, and, okay. Oh, I also just wanted to note that I thought it was really cool that Callie looked very slowly at Adam as they walk away in the club. It was, like, spooky and because she was high, but also we know that later she sees Adam on the news as somebody who's been murdered and recognizes. Right. And so I think it's just really great that they give us that because, you know, it's plausible. She's high as fuck that she's staring at him. But it it helps mm-hmm. us. It helps it be even more believable that she's like immediately clocks this guy as the guy that her mom totally. is fucking. Um, we get a couple of uh, references to being cold. That involved Jackie. Jackie is cold in her bed. Jackie goes mm-hmm. out to the lake and sees Lot. We didn't even talk about Lottie standing in the fucking lake, but Lottie was standing in the lake and she says, Aren't you cold? And Lottie's like, Yeah, I thought it would be warmer. Um, Oof. Yeah. So that's mostly what I have. I think Shauna being pregnant is a thing that. Um, I guess it isn't even it doesn't even need to be in what's the buzz. Uh, but I just remember doing the math on that because I was like, wait, is Shauna's baby no. Shauna's no. baby Shauna's baby cannot be Callie. So where's Shauna's baby? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> A question that will remain unanswered for us. <laughs> what if Shauna's baby is Adam? <laughs> yes. Truly a theory that I was invested in. Like I, I was there. The fully there okay <sighs> okay um all right let's come out of if, if you're done with buzzing i'm done with buzzing and i think there's a couple of things we need to say after buzzing yes okay so um while we were in what's the buzz a couple things came up uh we didn't mention the fact that after javi says are we all gonna die out here the sort of like needle <laughs> that they're holding to cast answers starts to just make an infinity symbol, um, which feels... Or an eight. Or an eight, yes. <laughs> or a butt. Maybe it's drawing a picture of a butt. A pair of boobs. Boobs. Could be, but maybe nice. it's answering the question from before about the boobs. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but it seems important to write in our Heinz journals. Um mm. And the other thing that we didn't really talk about in uh, before we jumped into what's the buzz is the, like we talked about Lottie during the seance, but I feel like Lottie 
At this point, there was a conversation happening around the show with the fact that Lottie had been on some kind of meds and had run out of meds and that this was where the character of Lottie was being taken. And and like a lot of people were like, this is kind of problematic. Like, are we signaling that like folks who go off of their meds would do the, you know, so I don't have a big conversation there. I just want to like put a little pin in that as a thing. Um, And also that like Lottie not only has this experience up in the attic, But Jackie sees her standing in the lake and she's very disoriented in the lake because she doesn't even realize she's in the lake. At least that's what it seems that the scene is telling us. She doesn't realize she's really there until Jackie says, "Uh, aren't you cold? And she's like, oh, yeah, actually, yes. It's very similar to when she says, what the fuck, Lorelei? Like, you know, like she just kind of like snaps out of this other place that she's in. So... You know, I think the show giving us something to tether to in a land of reality with the meds, but definitely carries with it some problems. Um, But also the show hooking its other fucking rope onto the paranormal of it all, which is, but is Lottie just actually being sort of like possessed by the spirit of skeleton buddy? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Those were those were things that seem important to mention in the pod this week. Yeah. Well, this this was good. I mean, it turns out that there is no way to talk about these episodes of television without taking a couple of fucking hours. I've never had that experience yeah. before. We are being tidy about what we discuss. We are not even going into a lot of minutia here. And it is still yeah. a two hour fucking situation for us. So hopefully they're just jam packing it. They really are. I mean, they're like small movies. I guess that's just the state of TV these days. It's like eight, eight to ten small movies makes a season. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, this is our halfway point. We're five episodes in. The series is 10. Um, and I think that this was where I it was five or six that I watched in a in a one fell swoop before I had to wait weekly. Uh, <laughs> and so I was I was really in. I was really deep. And this is when all I did was tell Jenny to watch this show over and over again. Yep. 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 And it worked. It worked. And now here we are. Um, all right. Uh, all right. What's the name of episode six? Episode six is titled Saints. 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 Mm. Ooh, well, we know Shauna likes saints, right? It's true. Yep. She thinks they're all so tragic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Man, I hope that one day in the future uh, we take this journey and then do a little Melanie Linsky spinoff where we watch some of Woo! Melanie Linsky's hits because I would love to watch Heavenly Creatures again and talk about it um, and all of the rest of the things that Melanie Linsky has been in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I guess until fucking what do we do? Oh, do you want to? I, I know we said we were just going to buzz buzz, but I always see folks in the discord talking about what they like. They, people did like see you at the Meadowlands. <laughs> Mm. Just for a, there was a there was a pause a thumbs up to that one. But do you have any any uh, new inventive ways you want to try to sign off this week? Oh, what a great question! Till next time, women vocalizing hauntingly. <laughs> oh my god, let's both try to vocalize hauntingly to to take us out. Oh, okay, great, 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 okay. great, great. Okay, till next time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.